the opening story of the parasha by Yishma Yisro. Yisro hears about all the miracles and the experiences of the Jewish people leaving Mitzrayim and Kriyas Yasov, and he jumps on the bandwagon and he converts to Judaism, joining his son-in-law Moshe Rabbeinu uh, in the desert. And there's a dispute in the Gemara, the Gemara in Zvachim, when exactly did Yisro come? What was the timing of our parsha? The simple understanding is that it follows Parshas B'Shalach before Matan Torah. You know, Yisro comes before the receiving of the Torah, and he comes after the Kriya of Yamsuf. However, there's an opinion in the Gemara that says, no, we don't necessarily follow the chronological order of the way things are presented in the Torah. And actually, the entire story with Yisro coming took place after the Torah was already given. And the question is, why does this opinion force such an idea? What's wrong with saying that we should read the Torah in simple order? Usually, we don't apply in muktam by Torah unless something is compelling us to do so. So we shouldn't try to give maybe different sources that perhaps the story with Yisro occurred after Ma'an Torah to explain, to justify why this opinion of Mitzachas Vachim is saying that the Torah is written out of order. But I want to share with you what the Maral says. Maral says a very simple and deep suggestion to why it is that this opinion is forcing that the story happened after Mantar. And he explains as follows. The story with Yisro was a story of conversion. It was more than anything else, it was a story of Geras, where someone was joining the Jewish people and becoming Jewish who hadn't yet been Jewish. And in order to be Megayar, to convert, there's a certain process that's required. It was going to the mikvah, getting a bris milah, so on and so forth. But there's another aspect to becoming a Geyer, and what the Gemara and Yavamas outlines for us is called Kabbalah's mitzvos, the acceptance of mitzvos. And what that means is that if someone isn't planning on keeping the mitzvos, they simply cannot become Jewish. And Maral explains that the concept is, is that how does a person change who they are, change their identity, change what nationality they're from? He says, we never find anywhere that, you know, someone who's from Edom can become a Moabite you can just change your nation. You can't change your nation. You can move somewhere else. You can get new citizenship, but you can't change who you are at your core. You change your identity. So how does Geras work? Geras works where it's Kikan Shinolad. It's as if the child is like a newborn child. A person is becoming Jewish. How does that work? How is it effective? And the way he explains that the way it's effective is because through accepting Torah mitzvahs, through accepting the commitments to intellectually, to emotionally, to follow the Rebbe Shalom, that's a completely new identity. It's not about where you're from. It's not about your citizenship. It's something more. Being Jewish isn't just being someone who's part of the culture. Being Jewish means someone who's committed to Avodah Hashem. And the commitment in following the Torah and mitzvahs is what makes the very efficacy of Gerus. So he explains that perhaps this opinion was bothered that Yisrael would not have been able to convert before Matan Torah because simply conversion couldn't exist. If you were Jewish, you were Jewish. If the experiences happened to you, they happened to you. If you were inspired, you were inspired, but there's no way to become Jewish. What does it mean that Yisrael heard about all the, all the miracles and he wanted as well to be Jewish and he says, I'm also a Jew. You can join, but you're not Jewish. What does it mean to become Jewish? What does it mean to convert? So conversion means that idea of dummy. it comes from the fact that there's a new Kabbalah's mitzvahs, that if the Torah was given and now you want to put yourself into that, you want to commit to the mitzvahs, that's a new, that's a new identity. So that's why this opinion says that it's something which could only come after the Torah was given. If you think about this, based upon this, I think it's something that we go through. What does it mean that we're growing, we're elevated people? What it means is that we're constantly rededicating our commitments to Avodah Hashem. It doesn't just mean that we're inspired. It doesn't just mean that we want to jump on the bandwagon and we want to be better. It's something a little bit more. We're rededicating our commitments. And when we rededicate our Kabbalah's mitzvahs, that's when we're growing. Our identity is always evolving. As long as 
our commitments are still the same, but we just want to be better. But when there's still the same person who just wants to be better. But to really grow, to change who we are, what it is that we do is that we're always going through more and more gears. We're converting more and more. We're getting more committed. The more committed we become, the more that we're growing. And that's ultimately the lesson of Yisro, that the power of commitment in Kabbalah's mitzvot is able to change a person's identity in a way that simple nationality is not able to.